Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. For the experience. Nine. He goes off crazier than usual. Uh, no, seriously, like, I hope we all don't get fired for this. Blah, 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 blah. He used to hand out t-shirts, and now somebody's letting him talk on the radio? Crowd is here, about to blow. They fooled me to stop the show. It's the Bo Johnson Experience on Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Finally, the Bo Johnson Experience has come back. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And I'm Bo Johnson. I'm your host. I'm not just returning to the airwaves here, but I am returning to nighttime airwaves. As we know, football season ended last Sunday. We'll get into that. But with football season ending, so does fantasy football. So I go from being one dude with a fantasy to a guy with some experiences. And it's fun. We're going to talk about them. Joining me this evening, Jersey Mike, Mike Keller. Mike, how you doing, man? Bo, I'm doing great, and I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me, and I'm feeling the experience already. Are you? Oh, you'll feel the if experience, If this is the experience, brother. I'm assuming you're the Jimmy. Could I be the Mitch Mitchell? Sure. Hell, nice. Absolutely. Awesome. So uh, it's been kind of a uh, kind of a long weekend. Um, I was at a – give us a call by all means. If there's anything on the – program this evening that sparks your interest and you want to chat with us about it 404-726-0929 is also the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line number give us a shout we'd love to hear from you Uh, of course the last segment of the evening will be ask each other anything if you want to tune into that one give us a call there you can but anytime phone lines open let's have some conversations so Mike how's your weekend been I've been at a cheer competition all weekend I want to invite Anybody out there, this is how insane these people are. I was one of them today, all right? I've wanted to ask about this. but There yeah. are awards being given out at the Georgia World Congress Center at 10 o'clock. Oh, man. For this cheer sport competition. Now, apparently, this was the Super Bowl of cheer competitions. Okay. We were in New Orleans last month for a cheer competition. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter's team, uh, shout out to the Atlanta Jayhawks. Shout out to the ice team. Took home first place from New Orleans. Nice. Didn't Congrats. do as well this weekend, but I would have sworn that after their performance this morning, they were going to get first place. Oh. I this though this whole thing raises questions to me. Like, there's no way they got beat. That the team that beat them did a better performance than they did because they were great. I'm not just a little bit biased. I'm a lot of bias because it's my kid that's out there Definitely, performing. Of but if, if she would have not done good, if their team would have not gone, done good, I'm an objective. Father, I'm an objective sports analyst. I would tell you. Yeah. So 
they did not win. I thought they should have. So I just have questions about this whole cheer competition thing. If you're leaving Georgia World Congress Center right now and you're out there listening, there's a high probability that some people out there are stuck in traffic. Give us a shout. We want to hear from you. How did your daughter's team do or son's? And what school are y'all from? What state are y'all from? There were people in New Orleans from Alaska. There were people for the, the cheer whole, sport. All national? Oh, yeah. It's the, today was the cheer sport nationals. When we went to New Orleans, it was the Mardi Gras nationals. So there's invites or, you know, I, I guess schools can pay money and enter these uh-huh. things. I don't know exactly how that works. There are people here from all over the country. So let me know uh, where you're from. Uh, so, yeah, that's where I've been all weekend. Just a, a quick, you know, PSA out there. Can we be decent human beings and learn how to drive in traffic? And I'm talking to you, that's a tough the guy ask. that's blocking the freaking intersection right now. All right? <laughs> if you come across and you're in traffic and you get the yellow light, if you can't beat it with space, and by saying with space, if there's not room for you on the other side of it, don't go. It's yeah. not your turn. You can't just pull out in the middle of the freaking intersection and the light turns red, now you're blocking traffic. This causes so many problems for people. This caused a problem for me earlier today. I was at the I went through like five cycles of a green light on yeah. Ivan Allen uh, earlier, trying to leave the Georgia World Congress just because people were blocking the intersection because they're like, oh, green r- yellow light. Let me pull out in the middle of the intersection because I'm so rude and inconsiderate of my fellow human beings. No, you're in their world. I feel like most people Bro. don't even realize that bad traffic like that, most of the time, I mean, sure, it's the amount of cars, but it's the bad driving. It's the it cutting someone off that now has to come to a full stop, yep. that that lane now has to come to a full stop, 100%. and it just keeps going. The amount of times I see people flying up the the safety lane down here. That I, before it turns nuts. into a turn lane, we need, we need more police officers issuing tickets for idiots like yeah. these. When somebody blocks an intersection, there needs to be somebody there, or there needs to be a camera. If you can get me running a red light on camera, you should be able to get the person blocking a freaking intersection on camera, and we need more tickets issued. Definitely. So if you're the person that says, hey, I'll do that, that's where you're going you're gonna to get my vote. That's the real freaking things that happen on the streets like are who I'm going to vote for. Real change. We want better traffic. When you're out there, oh. just think of the great George Costanza. Man. We live in a society... We live in a society. So, anywho, there's my little mini rant on traffic, man. I, I get so frustrated with people. That'll get your blood boiling for sure. It does, man. Traffic. It'll, it'll, you've seen Falling Down. If you haven't seen Falling oh Down. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it's such a great movie. Or just the beginning of Office Space. Yeah. Not, not the fun with Michael Bolton. So, but when, <laughs> Mike, Jersey Mike, how's your weekend been? Mine's been good. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Uh, yesterday was a lot of fun. We got to do a promo event for Atlanta United at Pullman a Yards. Kit unveil? Uh, Are you allowed to share with us what the new kit looks like? I think I don't want to I mean, say they did an unveiling, right? So there they, were people there. So obviously people have seen it. They did unveil it. Um, I won't give too much away, though. I'm sure there's. it's probably out now, but it's really cool. The event was awesome. Atlanta United What has, color is it? Uh, it's like a baby blue, baby okay. blue with a bit of gold. I can I can digs with some blue. Oh, blue and gold. All right. Yeah, it's very clean. I mean, I'm a big also big fan of blue. I liked what the Hawks did with their city edition jersey. I have one. Um, but Atlanta United, they their fan base. Trey rocks. was in blue gear last night. Yeah, it's, it, I love it. Um, yeah, same here. Blue is my favorite color, as you can tell by my Mike Muff and my current attire. Yeah, right now. Almost yeah, kicks to the kicks to the top. But a great event. Atlanta United has awesome fans. So it was awesome to be out there. I will say, freezing cold. Man, it's been cold all like, weekend. These days are really messing me up because it'll go from like a nice kind of spring day, edging on 60, to then just plummet right Dude, down my, to 30 uh, with wind. Oh, My girlfriend, rough. Tara, who's maybe listening right now. Hi, Tara, love you. Hi, Tara. Um, 
her daughter plays travel softball. Mm-hmm. My daughter's 10. We're not quite to the travel scene yet. Her daughter had a full a, – one tournament played in one day. So, I think she played in four games. There were a oh total of, like, five she could have played in. It was 40-something degrees all day they had these girls out here. in 40-something degree weather, dude. It and was dude, miserable. You put that 10, 15-mile-an-hour wind on top of it, that, that drops hawk. down a lot more. So, I got a question about Jersey Mike. Yeah. So, Mike Keller from New Jersey. Indeed. It is not just a name. First name, Michael. First name, Michael. All right. The nickname Jersey Mike, is this your birthright being born of the state of New Jersey and of the name Michael? And I'm going to tell you, I'm a, this is the reason why I'm asking. It's not because of the sub shop called Jersey Mike's. I'm from Louisiana. Uh, I grew up in the restaurant business. I spent 19 years in Outback with Outback Steakhouse. I actually moved over here to Atlanta from Louisiana to take a promotion into management. Worst decision ever made, going into restaurant management. That's <laughs> a different conversation for a different day. One of my best friends in Louisiana, from Jersey, name was Michael. Guess what we called him? Jersey, Jersey Mike. Mike. I didn't know Jersey Mike's, which is one of my favorite sub shops, by the way. Everything, the Big Kahuna, the freaking Mike's Way, I'm into all of it, man. Everything good, at Jersey Mike's shop. is great. They didn't pay me to say that, but you can if you want. Um so I didn't know about Jersey Mike's the sub shop till I moved here. And then really? you started working here. I didn't know if we started calling you that, but I sincerely doubt it. How long have you been going by Jersey Mike? Is that just has it been like since Th- that you're a wee lad? This job specifically. Seriously. Literally. So ju- you didn't the, get the, dubbed Jersey Mike until you started work for Sports Radio 99 the game. Yeah, I had been in Atlanta already for uh, probably like nine months before I uh started working here. And literally between the game V, WAOK, and Star. When I started, the amount of mics that we had, specifically like also in the promo, which yeah. I was doing mostly, it was nuts. Like if you were on a text chain, you'd spend five minutes clarifying which mic you're actually talking to. And need did you to... start here before COVID? No, I okay. started here. Shout uh, out Mike McKenzie, who, who reached out to me a couple of days ago. Love you, Mike, if you're out there listening. Love you, Mike, as well. He's the oh, one yeah, that, Mike, who was the boss the one, of all Yeah, of, he's of the, the one that hired me and brought me in. Um, so between, me too. Yeah, it's a great guy. Love Mike. He still comes out to events sometimes. Shout out, Mike. But, yeah, it was literally just a way to be like, oh, my God, who are you talking to? Gotcha. You can't just so say So they just called you Jersey Mike. Mike. So that just stuck. I feel like I, I claim it. I like it. I mean, Turtle, Chris, uh, who's also at the station, is also from Jersey. I feel like. Maybe if I was just, but there's no mo- Jersey Chris's sub shop. There's no Jersey. Yeah, I don't, Jersey Chris I don't, doesn't, doesn't Jersey have the no. same ring. It, 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 it rolls off, and I'm not gonna lie, Chris, love you. He, I work with him probably the closest. Yeah. But that North Jersey. Oh, there's a difference. It's it's a huge difference. It's now South, see, South Jersey is where I'm from. I'm about 15, 20 minutes outside Philly, on the Jersey side. All right, now I can kind of relate to this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was born and raised, spent some time in Baton Rouge, LSU, not a lot of time, did a lot of partying, but I'm from North Louisiana. All right. Uh, Bossier city to be more exact right next to Shreveport, but we don't claim Shreveport. Bossier (laughs) city is definitely the best city on this side of, of our side of the red river. There are groups of South Louisianians that are elitist against North Louisianians I'm sure saying that we are not true Cajuns. Cajun doesn't necessarily come from what part of Louisiana you're from. It's just more from your blood. 
All right, there is heritage. There is French heritage, and then there, there's Spanish heritage in there, French, you know, Cajun Creole, all yeah. that stuff. But I want to just not – I would never strike someone from Louisiana, like slap somebody in the face, but I feel like it sometimes. Like, what gives you the right to call me not? I'm just as much of a Saints fan you are. So what you're saying there about Jersey Chris – Kind of strikes home for me. Uh, it's it is exactly. I would say it's less. Are you an elitist South Jerseyan? No, I'd say it's less about one being better like than the other per se, and it's more that uh, same thing happens in Chicago, by the way. Really? Well, there's South Side, North Side oh, Cubs yeah. fans, White so Sox I was, fans. I was just about to say most of my family was from Chicago. I was up there. I've been in Atlanta most of my life, but there is a very big distinction between North and South Chicago. Wow. What are the most distinct things? Is it like an accent? Is uh, it nicer things? Nicer things. North is a lot of suburbs. It's that's kind of more of the uh, and that you get further out of the so, city. Okay. North Chicago's kind of the Cobb nice. County. Yes, exactly. Outside the perimeter, mm-hmm. South Chicago mm-hmm. is actually Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the thing with Jersey, it's more of just, like, culture. Teams are definitely a big part of it. I mean, just the Philly team mentality, you know, you want to be the best in sure. Jersey and all that. But then it's still down to a lot of things like food. I mean, with Jersey, it's what city you claim. South Jersey claims Philly. North Jersey claims New York. So Oh, we so also, y'all both sides of Jersey claim another state's major cities. Yes, it, it is kind of embarrassing. What's the biggest city it, in New Jersey? Newark? Probably, probably, or most popular. You, you don't even know it. Maybe well, like so, okay. <laughs> no, no place in Jersey. I, so like, should they have just drawn the line of Philadelphia a little bit further north and drawn the line of New York? Now there's water on both sides of this, right? Yeah. There's mm-hmm. there's water on the other side of Brooklyn and Jersey, right? I mean, Isn't that the, where the Brooklyn Bridge connects Jersey and Brooklyn? Yeah. Does mm-hmm. it? Okay. But, um, well, no. No? Brooklyn Bridge collects Jersey Brooklyn and, and Manhattan. Brooklyn, Manhattan, yeah. all right. Um, there's so many. I always forget them. Me too. Um, I've never been up there, so. Really? Oh, never been anywhere near New York. Uh, well, if you've avoided it. Or Jersey or Philadelphia. Well, if you go, I always say that New Jersey is the northeast rest stop. You go there to get better places. You just, you breeze through, maybe you get some food, stop in Atlantic yeah. City, and then you go to a real place like New York, Philly, Boston, any place in the northeast. You know, it's and when, not, I, when I, when I really I love start Jersey. to think about this, me being from the south, <laughs> born and raised in the deep south, we're actually very elitist to people from north of the Mason-Dixon line, as a matter of fact. We like to make fun of people. For, not you, because you're here now. But I'm just saying, I guess I it know. happens. And it should be not as big of a shock to me as I'm, I'm, I'm making it out to me. Now, now that I actually put my brain around this subject. I've had Yankee Can we just be nice before. to each other? Can we just be nice human beings to each other? Hey, we don't I need lo- to make fun of each other because of where we're from. I'll say this, Bo. You might not anyway, know this though. about me. Crawfish etouffee is one of my favorite dishes. You know how to make it. My dad does. He makes a killer crawfish Where's etouffee. Where's your dad from? Jersey. Okay. Bo, Bo. I don't know, man. Bo. I got to taste it. <laughs> Is your dad listening? Your yeah. parents listen. Yeah. They're probably, they're out in Arizona right now visiting my brother's uh, sister-in-law. Jersey Mike's dad. I want some of your crawfish etouffee. Dude, he can if throw it down. If you want to cook it and freeze it and send it down here or just come down here and <laughs> he cook will. it. will. I will judge it harshly, though. All oh, right? Because right. I can we're, also. I'll back it. I mean, I, That's I, fantastic, he, That man. probably means nothing to I'm you, not but. saying he can't <laughs> cook it. See, I'm not going to be an elitist food cooker yeah. like that. But. All right, so there were some things we were going to talk about in the first segment. One of them is the uh, the All Star Game. We're going to get into that later when we hit the uh, when we experience the headlines. Up next, the Falcons have made up their mind at quarterback. Not really, but if we're the Falcons, we have. We've got three different scenarios for you and what and how this is going to affect what they do in the draft. Scintillating conversation coming up next about the Falcons and their draft from Jersey Mike and myself. 
and Dom Tarosi on the other side of the glass. This is the Bo Johnson Experience on Sports Radio 99 The Game. You may be listening on the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Keeping it live and local on the weekends, this is the Bo Johnson Experience. <laughs> on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 99 The Game. Welcome back to the experience. Bo Johnson, Mike Keller here. Jersey Mike. Yes, sir. An elitist South New Jerseyan. <laughs> or you're the, no, you're the North New Jerseyan. South. No, you're Whoa. the South Side south, guy. South. All right. All right. Pork roll. That's a that's a Jersey. I feel like no one will understand that. That's a big thing is that in a, Jersey. Is that a food or is that a, an insult? It's a food. It's basically just like a compressed roll of like ham basically south jersey calls it pork roll north jersey calls it taylor ham it's like something interesting it's it's just like a like a spam almost just something you'd throw on like a breakfast sandwich Is that very similar to how i was grown and born and raised calling a meat pie a meat pie and i move here and you know my latino friends call it an epinata like no that's a meat pie i was gonna say that's how it is for me like my (laughs) entire life it was pop and then I moved. Come down, down here, here. Everything's uh, coke. Yeah. and everything's <laughs> coke and soda. And I'm like, no, it's pop. See, <laughs> I only doing? ever had soda. For like, for me, I never understood. Pop just seems like it's kind of weird for me. Like that's lost in time. Now, pop rocks. Those <laughs> are pop rocks are that's great. That's an elite then, old school candy that kills children. Like I, I get that down here in Atlanta, especially you know Coca-Cola being the headquarters yeah. here. But when people said like, no, we'll we'll call everything Coke. I don't it's know like, why oh, well, that, that makes no sense yeah, at ridiculous. all. Hey, if, let me if get there's a. There's one thing that you can point to people from the South being not kind of caught up with the times is the fact that they call every freaking soft drink soft drink Coke. What, what I am one were? of those people. I don't call everything Coke. I call it by its name, or you know, if I want to put it into a vacuum, they're sodas. Like I don't drink soda. I gave up soda one time some time ago. 
And that's what I say. I don't. I didn't just give up Coke. I gave up Pepsi, Mountain Dew, and freaking Shasta. Also, you know, <laughs> I, I will like indulge when I take when I take Sprite. Olivia to Zaxby's. I will hit that freaking Coke fountain thing, the push button thing. Those are insane. They got like fourteen flavors. Fourteen. Of, they got like fourteen hundred. Fanta yeah. Zero, though. Yes. Great yes. Fanta is my job. One of my hundred and fifty T-shirts is a Great Fanta T-shirt. Elite T-shirt. Can't go wrong with Got it from the world of Coke. Yeah. They always have those at Five Guys, Peach Sprite. If you've never had a Peach Sprite from that touch I haven't machine. had Peach Sprite, but oh, I've oh. had Peach Fanta. Peach, I was at Peach, any, peach, oh, peach soda in general. Kind of kills, mm. yeah. There's a Peach Celsius, but and we used to have it downstairs, and it's not there anymore. I've no, is Celsius booze? So is that alcohol? I had this conversation <laughs> with Tara. <laughs> Genuinely, I have no idea. Because I see them, people drinking them all the time. It, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one in my hand holding it up yeah. as we speak. <laughs> So, so Celsius is an energy drink. I guess it's just the latest fad out there. Um, what they, flavor it's, you got? It, it's 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 little uh, slogan here is live fit. So Celsius, the energy drink for fit people. Um, all I know about it is that there's no sugar, but there's also no aspartame. I also know that there's 75 milligrams more caffeine in a 12 ounce than Red Bull, and in most gas stations it's cheaper. So I just made the yes. switch yesterday. Yep. Okay, well, what was the slogan again? Say it. <laughs> live fit. Live. Oh, I thought you said energy drink for fit people. Well, that's what I, that's what they want oh. you to believe is that it's the energy drink for fit people. That's kind of rude. Yeah, just the, well, you know. just the implication <laughs> of it is kind of rude. Yeah. What are you gonna drink, a monster? You, <laughs> you monster. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what they want people to think. What are you, a monster? Okay. Where were we here? Sports. Talk sports. <laughs> uh, give us a call four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine because there is no O in the numbers. O's only belong in the alphabet. Um, real quick, let me play you an audio clip from Terry Fontenot, who joined Steve Weish on the NFL Report this week. And this is this Terry Fontenot's statement here is going to set up pretty much this entire segment. Go ahead and drop that for us, Dom. Yeah, we won't close any doors, Steve. You're right. That's the top priority for us this offseason. And it's exciting. Again, not only people that – have been in the building, but people outside the building from Raheem and, and Zach, uh, TJ Yates, uh, Ken Zampezi, uh, DJ Williams. We have a lot of really smart people in the building. We're going to spend a lot of time to make sure we attack that the right way. We're not going to close any doors, be it uh, trades, free agency, the draft. We'll make sure we keep an open mind there, and we're going to attack it and make sure we get it right. Not going to close any doors. So I've got three doors for y'all, all right? I've got my own what I would do if I'm Falcons GM Terry Fontenot that used to work for the New Orleans Saints, and I want to hear what y'all would do. All right, before I do that, to set up the rest of the show, we're going to figure out why Dwayne Johnson is the most hated man in America next. Day-Day Lewis is going to join us, Damian Day-Day Lewis, from the, uh, the morning shift and the Steakhouse fame. Uh, producer extraordinaire Day-Day is going to join us later. We're going to experience the NFL at the top of the 10 o'clock hour. We're going to get into a lot of braves in the 10 o'clock hour. We're going to experience the headlines at 11 o'clock, and then at the end of the show, I got two words for you, and ask each other anything. Scenario number one. Three different things the Falcons can do. Here's scenario number one. What they can do at the quarterback position, they can sign or trade for a veteran quarterback. I'm calling a veteran quarterback somebody over the age of 30 that's been in the league for like eight years, all right, because yeah. that's not Justin Fields. He falls in this scenario. Number two, we'll get there in a second. So we got Kirk Cousins. They could sign as a free agent. He already, we have already been told by Kirk that he wants $90 million for two years. That's Russell Wilson, change. who they would have to trade for, 
probably get them a lot cheaper than $45 million a year. Now, I just found out how old these two guys were today, and I had to move them from <laughs> scenario two to scenario one. Jimmy Garoppolo, who is like 33 years old. Really? Or 32. That doesn't even sound right, does it? It doesn't. But he's been a pretty crappy quarterback for like 10 years almost. <laughs> it's easy to yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo, who, who is also going to be suspended for two games. We'll get into that when we experience yep. the NFL at the top of the 10 o'clock hour. Geno Smith, who is widely speculated that the Seahawks, after paying him his $12.7 million, may trade him and draft a quarterback in this, this year's draft because there's very little quarterbacks being that, that are going to make up next year's class. There's three elite quarterbacks. Six pretty good ones in this draft, so mm-hmm. a lot of teams might reach when they don't necessarily need it. Now, if the Falcons were to sign Kirk Cousins or Russell Wilson, you have to think, or any of these thirty-year-old guys, you got to think that short-term, right? So two years, three years. Yeah, nothing, nothing so, crazy. Especially in the Kirk Cousins scenario, you would think that the Falcons will be pushing all the chips in. It's time to win right now. You've There's got ninety million chips in. Yeah, <laughs> you you signed Caden Ellis to a three year deal, if I'm not mistaken. You signed Jesse Bates to a three year deal. You've got those guys on your team still. Your defense is still good enough. Are you a quarterback away? That's what I think they would be doing if they signed one of these guys. So for me, how that affects the draft when it gets to that number eight, you got to take Dallas Turner or or a defensive player, edge rusher is what you mostly need. You could trade back maybe and get a corner but because you need, you need a corner too. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's edge rusher for me if you sign somebody like Kirk Cousins. But you also, a little bit later on in the draft, but not too far because you don't want, to, want it to be a waste of pick, to me you got to take a quarterback too. And I've heard people at this radio station, oh, why would they do that? Why would they sign a quarterback and take a quarterback? Look, you got to have a quarterback of the future. And if, if you think that Desmond Ritter is that guy after Kirk Cousins for two years, hmm, Okay, maybe. Yeah, me, who, who do you want? If under... you sign a, a veteran guy that you only expect to be here for two years, you still got to. Now look, we've heard from all the ex- experienced quarterbacks about how it's not their job to develop a quarterback. It's not. But you can't sit here and tell me that Jordan Love didn't learn a thing or two from holding a clipboard for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers Definitely. never had to tell him anything directly. He just watched how Aaron Rodgers worked. He yeah. had a headset on, listening to what Aaron Rodgers was saying. He's just following the It shadow. made him it's a better gonna... quarterback. It made Aaron Rodgers a better quarterback by holding a clipboard for Brett Favre. So Definitely. you need somebody here. And while you have that veteran quarterback on the roster, don't you want to have somebody that may be the next quarterback in waiting, at least learning your system? I completely agree you know, with that. So what would the two of y'all do? Let's say they sign Kirk Cousins tomorrow, and then the draft's in April. What is it that you would do if you're the GM with that number eight pick? Or what would you do in the next couple of rounds of the draft? With that, I mean, I completely agree with still getting a quarterback. I'm on team. Would you take a quarterback at eight if you sign the veteran guy? Because um, you're looking at Penix. I sincerely well, thing- doubt Jaden Daniels is going to fall to eight. He's going to be gone top five. So you're looking at J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix. I mean, the thing is I want someone who still is at the level where I, I don't want to wait so long where you pick up a QB yeah. who isn't going to be able to follow an elite QB as well. I do think you still need someone who's got that drive, who's going to be pretty good anyway, and then just have a veteran to come in to just kind of fill those gaps in the knowledge about playing in the league. Yeah. You know, two years is fine. Maybe they'll get a game in here, you know, just sometime. But I think that that experience is in it's so So valuable. you would rather – so you say sign a veteran guy and then take a quarterback at eight. Because you still want to, you still want to get if they're the signing that the could veteran, be the quarterback of the future. If they're signing yeah. the veteran, then yes. Because what would you do in that situation, Don? 
So I'm actually happy you brought up this specific scenario because this is a scenario that I threw out uh, these past few days to both Abe and Chris. Um, I like the idea of signing Russell Wilson because I think you can get him for extremely cheap. Uh, Probably half give, as much as you'd have to pay exactly, for Kirk Cousins. Exactly. Um, so you can get him for very cheap. And then I don't even think you have to use the eighth pick to get a quarterback because there's a quarterback that I can that I think you can get later on. Oh, a sleeper. Not even necessarily a sleeper. He's going to fall because of injury. I like Jordan Travis a lot. Okay. I think you can get him in like the fourth or fifth round because of the catastrophic injury. He doesn't have pressure to start immediately. You can sit him behind Russell Wilson for two years. He can rehab. He can learn. And you can use that eighth pick to get a Dallas Turner or a yeah. Jared Burst for that edge rusher. I like, I like it. I like that, too. That's that's very sound thinking there. That's, yeah. that's what we're after. You know, and if you take a once-elite quarterback who has had an injury and nursed him back to you never know what you might get in a, exactly. in a pro quarterback yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And if, if, he, if he makes it to the fourth or fifth round, that's a steal if he ends up playing a game for you. Exactly. You know? I mean, Definitely. All right, so scenario number two. Sign or trade – for a younger quarterback that has been in the league for a while. Now, first, I want you to hear from Zach Robinson, Falcons' new offensive coordinator, on all options, very similar to what Terry Fontenot said, on all options being on the table. He was with Dukes and Bell earlier this week. Yeah, I think when you look at that position, it's that guy's got to be the most competitive guy in the room. They got to have mental, mental and physical toughness. Uh, they got to be able to think. They got to have mental capacity. They got to be able to throw the football accurate. They got to have the inventory of throws, pace, touch. They got to be able to drive it when they need it. Uh, and then they got to have poise. And they got to have competitive greatness. All options are on the table. But uh, those are the qualities that we'll look for in terms of somebody that can lead this team. And uh, excited to get that process going with, you know, everybody. So for me. Signing a, a younger quarterback that's been in the league for a while, and look, I put Justin Fields, obviously, but there might be a Mac Jones out there. Mac Jones do anything for y'all at all? I've heard this scenario thrown out there. I'm super good on Mac Jones. I would Jones. be yeah. super good on Mac Jones as well. So let's stick to the Unanimous, Justin Fields. No. Now, as far as options, I think that if you, if you were able to trade for Justin Fields, one, he's cheap. If you can get Justin Fields for a second-round draft pick, that's cheap. Yeah. All right. Um, two, you don't have to pay him right now. You got a year, you know, to make sure that he fits. I think he's a good enough quarterback that with a just a mediocre, better than mediocre offensive line, Justin Fields didn't run because he wanted to all the time. He ran because he had to a lot of the time. All right. The Bears mm-hmm. offensive Big line sucked. There. Bears scheme sucked. Justin Fields has not been in a good, good situation. Has he made some bonehead mistakes? Sure. But he's been better than average. Yeah, when you're in that scenario, too, where things are just going wrong anyway, Correct. it's hard to get that momentum Now, back what up. you don't have to do if you sign a Justin Fields to me, because he, you are going to pay him a lot of money after that fifth-year option yeah. if you like the product. Yeah. But if you don't like the product, then all you gave up was a second-round draft pick. So you can still maybe win now, or if you don't, you know. I think he'd be good for you for, you know, the next amount of years. So you're probably going to lose that second-round pick. But with the first-round pick, I'm still taking defense. And yep. I'm, instead of taking a quarterback like in the second round, because I think you would have to take quarterback by second round if you sign Kirk Cousins. You want to take somebody that could be the guy like a J.J. McCarthy if he falls late first, early second. got to take that guy still as far as I'm concerned because after that two years is up of Kirk Cousins, what are you going to be left with? Desert Ritter in his fourth year or fifth? Or he might not even be on the team. <laughs> exactly. I'm not, I'm not yeah, but, but it's going to be a similar situation. Time, yeah. You know, So I think it should be Justin Fields. I think he could do great things here. He would put butts in the seats. 
He'd be a cheap option, and he's a good enough quarterback to help this team win now, plus he could be your quarterback for the future. Plus, I think what they have going on now with Raheem and all the new staff, like we were lucky enough to go up to Flowery Branch to talk to some of those guys, some of the new coordinators. Those guys are rip-roaring and ready ready to go. go. I mean, all coordinators and new head coaches always are. You know, Art was rip-roaring and ready to go, too. It just, you know, they they got the quarterback wrong. But they just gave a better energy, at least. To, oh, to you me, think so? To, yeah. Uh, as far as like an, you can be as mystical and believe in this as much yeah. as you want. They gave off a better "we want to do this" energy, and I liked Arthur, really yeah. nice guy. But I just preferred. I thought those guys had a bit more fire, and I think I, I'm in the field of out of these scenarios. I would go with this route with more of a Justin Fields, Fields type. Yeah, just build a team, a guy that's been in the league for a few years. Does you know? Build and a new Atlanta. Yeah, Falcons I agree. Look, I I think Raheem Morris is going to do great here. Uh, I think that they should go get Justin Fields just for for how I described earlier. They can win now and later. Like that's kind of what you want now. You know. Yep. Um, third scenario obviously is draft a quarterback. So what's that going to cost you? Because if you wait at eight, you're not getting Drake May. You're quality. not getting Caleb. Yep. And you're not getting Jane Daniels. You're gonna have I don't to care which one of the three you yep. think is better. They are all heads and shoulders available or better than what's left after those three. And you're looking at J.J. McCarthy and you're looking at Penix. Yep. All right, so you have to trade up if you're drafting the quarterback of the future and how much is that going to cost you? It's going to cost you the eight. It's going to cost you probably your second-round pick and next year's first-round pick, I would imagine, somewhere around there. And that's to move up to one, two, or three because now I'm seeing mock drafts where it's quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Yeah. It's going to be – you know, Bears take quarterback, Commanders take quarterback, Patriots take quarterback. And and that very well could happen. Yeah, definitely. You know, so Man, that's what's a, it, if, if that's what they want to do, I'm if, if they can find somebody to dance with and that's on the table, by all means do it if you're the Atlanta Falcons. You just gotta be you're kind of still rolling the dice that that's gonna be your guy. Is that yeah, guy gonna be better a, than Justin Fields? Right. We don't know if Caleb Williams is gonna come in here and take the NFL by storm. We just assume that he is. Yeah, that's a big game. People assume Marcus Mariota was going to come in and take the NFL by storm, too. Or was it Mariota <laughs> one, Jameis two, or was it the other way around? It was a uh, – Either no, way. No, Winston went one, I think. Neither got yeah. an extension. <laughs> right. You know, Jameis yep. came in and balled out, but they didn't offer him an extension when he was done. Mm-hmm. He came out and threw for 5,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. But he didn't get an <laughs> extension. That's who people are thinking that Caleb Williams is going to be the, the – that's why there's something there, he's projected to go number one overall. But that does not work out sometimes, and it probably doesn't work out more, more times than not. I don't know. It's Justin Fields for me. When we come back, Daddy Lewis is going to join us. And, uh, I've been looking forward to gonna this. We're going to try to smell what The Rock is cooking here. Dwayne Johnson, most hated man in America right now. We're going to explain <laughs> it to you when we come back on Sports Radio 99 The Game and the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Giving you the experience. On the weekends. I hear that. This is the Bo Johnson Experience. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome back. 
to the Bo Johnson Experience. I am Bo Johnson. Joined by Mike Heller, Jersey Mike. Yes, sir. Boy Dom's on the other side of the glass. And on the phone line, Dede Lewis out there. Dede and I uh, hold it down on the midday. We work together on the steakhouse every day, and we uh, we rap a lot about professional wrestling, so we thought we'd bring that conversation to the airwaves for you. Because, Day-Day, we are right smack dab in the middle of WrestleMania season, man. Yes, we are, man. And, uh, Bo, Mike, man, appreciate you guys uh, having me on tonight, man. And uh, always always fun times whenever we get, we get to have our little wrestling conversations out there in the bullpen. Heck, yeah, man. And so – you know, if you're not a wrestling fan out there, this is still very interesting conversation right now because there's no way that you've been able to escape what has been going on in the WWE right now because The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, is one of the most polarizing individuals in the world, all right? The empire that he has built through Seven Bucks Productions, uh, he's the most popular action movie star in the world right now has been whether you think he's a good actor or not that's beside the point we can have that conversation whenever you want but (laughs) uh, (laughs) so day day let's rewind back to the royal rumble man atlanta's own cody rhodes wins his second royal rumble in a row we assume that cody's gonna challenge roman reigns monday night raw happens the very next night out comes dwayne johnson and steals that spotlight right out from underneath Cody. I tell you what, man, Cody looked, and if you saw this, go Google it. Cody Rhodes, and this is this plays out. If you know anything about professional wrestling, there is storylines. This means something to these guys. These guys want yeah. championships. Definitely. Right? This is how their name is made, and you want to mm-hmm. leave a legacy. Cody Rhodes was visibly heartbroken uh, on Monday Night Raw the next night, when he knew he was handing the, he was basically handing the Rock the match that he just earned from winning the Royal Rumble over to Dwayne Johnson. What were your thoughts on that, Daddy? When you seen that happen? Yeah, you know, Bo and Mike, it was interesting because um, the speculation had been out there that yeah. if the Rock was coming back, he would only come back um, to you know to headline WrestleMania. Sure, um, and then obviously. You know, with this whole bloodline storyline, you know, how could you, you – know, where else could you go with that storyline, right? Um, obviously, uh, Jay leaves, and he's kind of on his own, doing his own thing. And, you know, Jimmy's not quite, you know, in, all, in my opinion especially, he, Jimmy's just not quite ready to kind of yeah. kind of carry the weight of being kind of doing his own thing the way Jay has uh, kind of emerged. And so, you know, why not bring the rocket? And, you know, if you kind of read up on all the blogs – Part of the deal with this, uh, I think it is, what is it? Because Elimination Chamber, is, is it Elimination Next Chamber? I Saturday. forgot which one is going to be overseas. Yeah, well, uh, well, Elimination Chamber overseas. is coming from Perth, Australia. Right. Yeah. And so I think the story is that behind that one is that they they only agreed to let it come, let WWE bring it if they could get Rock involved some kind of way. It, oh, it really? Some kind wow. of, yeah, there was something I read about that recently. So, again, watching – I think I was watching Eric Bischoff on one of the uh, podcasts that he's on. But either way it goes, um, to your point, they do this. Cody looks just hard. Like, they someone just took his heart out. But WWE, you got to get hats off to them. They realized almost immediately that they were going to have to uh, reverse and try to fix what they were about to do. So it's going to be really interesting to see how things play up in a, with Elimination Chamber next and then leading up to WrestleMania because 
I think they realize there's no way they can take Cody out of the mix for this title. So how they fix that, I don't know. But you can tell that they had to make some kind of pivot to, uh, you know, correct that, which now you see it's bloodline and rock is now part of the bloodline. And so I, I don't know where they're gonna, how they're going to flip the script on this, but you can tell that, you know, rock obviously joining with Roman was a quick pivot. Like, okay, we screwed up. Cody still got to be the man. He has to still be so the man. To explain to everybody how much backlash WWE received from fans of Cody Rhodes, like there were hashtags, there were movements, oh, and it happened yeah, we- immediately, and it was so deeply bedded into like, and this is how this is how crazy human beings are because <laughs> this doesn't just happening happen with wrestling fans. Dwayne's daughter Simone mm-hmm. goes by Ava Rain. She's in I think I think she's in development. She's maybe in, yeah she's in still NXT. in development yeah she's in the mix right now. She's nice. old enough to be a wrestler. She's in the mix. She started receiving death threats. His oh my daughter, God. Yeah. from human beings that were upset that Cody Rhodes' moment got taken from him at WrestleMania. I am not lying to you. This Man. happened. <laughs> she had to leave social media for a certain amount of time. So WWE yeah. were not aware of the fact that any of this would happen, obviously, but they did right. try to at least pivot, and what they have done so far is instead of just having The Rock versus you know Roman Reigns for the head of the table, they came out and they made Rock a heel. Yeah, made him a heel. So, yeah, and and he's actually giving us a taste of Rocky Maivia Rock. Yeah, it's kind of a uh, mix know. between between Rocky Maivia and you know yeah. Hollywood Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the five hundred dollars yeah, so shirts, the five hundred dollars yep, vests. Yeah, great, yeah, great nice rock. little mix yeah. there. It was yeah. fun. He was good. He, yeah, Rock was a great heel character. Yeah, he really was. And so Cody technically is still going to be wrestling as uh, as the way the way they're still the way they're still playing this out. Cody's still wrestling Roman Reigns um for the title because that was the whole deal at the presser. Uh when when Roman was like, Yeah, he's gonna fight Rock, da 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 and then Cody, because technically Cody gets to choose he who he wrestles. So they can't they can't take that away from him. It's just, and I think again they realized quickly with the backlash that they were getting like we have to make this still happen. We cannot put Rock in that title match at WrestleMania because that is going to be such a ba- because and think about it. What are you going to do? You're not going to have Rock take the belt off of Roman. Rock doesn't wrestle enough for you to. He's not even around enough for you to put the belt on him. Well, I think that. You could have a scenario where Rock is around for six months to where he makes one appearance a month on Monday Night Raw that's and then I'm... drops the belt at SummerSlam or something of that nature. I mean, it's not like that's on that's, – I mean, that's exactly what Brock Lesnar's every one of his title reigns was. He Very would win true. a belt. He would show up once a month. He would do a promo. He would uh, beat up Cody Rhodes, and then we'll see him <laughs> at the next pay-per-view. You know, So that's right. not completely unheard of. I, ha- I have read – some internet speculation out there. So if you saw Friday night SmackDown just two nights ago, uh, very easy to find on the internet. It's probably on the top mm-hmm. of the search page that you go yeah, to. Yeah, you just got, all you got to do is go to WWE's website yeah. and you know, they recap every show and Dwayne, Dwayne finally on there. came out with the bloodline. He said he was a member mm-hmm. of the bloodline. He came out and admitted it, but now people are trying to pick apart when they do the number one thing, how rock was holding an L in the, uh, in the yeah, air. That was big. 
You know, and it was, it's not like he doesn't know how to hold up a one. He was literally holding an L, at least where we thought was an L. And then he also, when he said he's going to make Cody's life a, like a nightmare at WrestleMania, or he's going to make sure he loses, he was pointing in the vicinity of Roman Reigns when on TV it kind of looked like he was just pointing out into nothingsville, like pointing at Cody. Right. Cody wasn't there, but he was actually pointing. He was pointing towards Roman Reigns. So people are speculating that Babyface Rock comes back and he actually helps Cody win. I don't know if they do that at WrestleMania. I'm not. I'm sure that something's going to happen at Elimination Chamber. I've heard that they wanted to do the tag match as the main event night one. You know, WrestleMania now right. is a two night event. I've heard they, they do a you know Rock and Roman versus Cody and Seth Rollins tag match, and then for the end of night two, I'm not sure what they do. Maybe Cody versus Roman or something like that. So well, you know, I wouldn't put it past WWE to fast track a tag match for Elimination Chamber. Um, because you can have something kind of go down on on Monday on on, yeah. on tomorrow at Raw, and then the the repercussions or the payback of whatever happens on tomorrow can uh, happen on Friday on SmackDown, leading right into a tag match. Now, what I will say something you know I, I did want to ask you about uh, you know after we kind of left the studio. Well, we didn't actually get a chance to see each other too long on Friday, but I thought about it uh, yesterday. And again, just kind of reading up on some of the stuff, some of the reading, catching up on some of the uh, podcasts, you know, who not better to put Cody over than The Rock, even if it's in yeah. uh, him turning on Roman in WrestleMania type of thing to have Rock involved in Cody being put over. I mean, he's the perfect person to to put Cody over in my well, what opinion. If, what if at Mania you've got Cody versus Roman and Rock comes out with Roman, the whole bloodline comes out with Roman. And Rock goes in the ring and, and Rock bottoms freaking Roman Reigns and Cody takes the strap off of him. Now yeah. all Roman has is that he's the head of the table. And that's what The Rock originally said that he wanted. So now right. you can even build that towards SummerSlam. Now you've got yep. Rock versus Roman Reigns. There doesn't have to be a belt on the line. It could just be the red necklace head being the, the Samoan yep. head of mm-hmm. the table. And exactly. then Rock can ride off into the sunset with that red necklace because nobody even knew that that red necklace was a thing until Roman, <laughs> right. Roman Reigns started wearing it. You know, so exactly. I can see that. I can see that going down. Hey, real quick, we got something else we want to ask you. But uh, so we got Elimination Chamber next Saturday. The winner's supposed to get Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. So you've got Drew, you've got Randy Orton, Lashley, L.A. Knight, Kevin Owens, and Logan Paul. Who you got coming out? Who you got facing Seth Rollins at WrestleMania if that's what they decide to still do? Man, that is going to be – they've got some really good heavy hitters. I think it's going to end up being Drew McIntyre. Really? Uh, I think Drew McIntyre comes out. Uh, I just think that's kind of the best direction for him. Like, they've yeah. been building – I feel like they've kind of – like, they want Drew to have kind of his, his, his moment. And I felt like, like when they first brought him back, you know, he was kind of babyface. And then they quickly turned him heel, um, and so I just feel like for Seth, you got to have somebody that's kind of you really don't have anybody right now that's from a from a heel standpoint. You really don't have anybody, in my opinion, that kind of carries the weight that McIntyre carries yeah. uh, when it comes to that locker room. Um, so I, I think I would not be surprised at all if it's Drew McIntyre coming out, and then uh, you have Drew and Seth at WrestleMania. I don't, that that wouldn't shock me, and that wouldn't be a horrible idea. I could see it being LA Knight. I could see it being Drew. I could see. I don't know if this is just because I want this to happen. I want Randy Orton to win the Elimination Chamber. Um, I do believe that WWE, you know, and this is at least how Vince thought. Now Vince is no longer in right. there, so 
but Randy Orton, like John Cena, has been extremely loyal to WWE, as in that he's never yes. left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Randy yes. Orton is a 14-time champion. I believe I think they want Randy Orton to at least get to where he's to second behind Flair and Cena as a 15-time champion. I think he could eventually tie him at some point. He's got enough juice left in him. We never, you never know. Yeah, he does. Um, he does. I, I, mean, I, you know, Rhea Ripley's definitely beating Nia Jax. It's, it's gonna, it's happening in Australia. So, and then we have a female elimination chamber match. We don't have a whole lot of time to get into it. I'd rather get into this little subject right here. Mike and I were talking out in the bullpen. We did not discuss it because I want to mm-hmm. save it for the air. Day Day, growing up, because we've never had this conversation. We only right. have a, a couple of minutes or two. Who was your favorite wrestler growing up? And then maybe even who is your favorite wrestler now, or is that person still wrestling? That is a possibility. Growing up, it was Randy uh, Macho Man Savage. Ooh, I love yeah. Macho I, Man I Savage. Uh, he just, his charisma, yeah. the whole Miss Elizabeth, and just the... Randy Orton's swag was like, like we had Jesse the body before that, right? But Randy's swag was just to me just a whole nother level. Like he was, he was cool and a badass all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and they couldn't make him a heel because people loved him so much. <laughs> He's like the fourth right. of July. No matter how much they, yeah. no matter how much he turned on Hogan, like they just he was fantastic. So like and he unlike, was unlike my Jesse favorite. Ventura, Randy Savage never turned himself off. He was Randy no. Savage yeah. in the ring, out of the ring at Seven Eleven, at home yeah. with Elizabeth. He <laughs> was always there. I don't even know if it was if he, he was actually playing a character when he was in the, right. that Spider Man movie. He yeah. was Randy. Savage. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like how he about, was. How about always... you, uh, Mike? Who was your uh, Who was your guy growing up? Uh, probably Undertaker. Just, oh, I can't hate you for that. Just being a little. Taker's kid. in my top five all time. I mean, I grew yeah. up. I grew up with a lot of funny people, like. Uh, Carlito was a big one with me and my friends. I mean, we never. Oh wow! Okay. Like, Caribbean cool man. Um, boogeyman, yeah. people like that. We loved a lot. Of course, lot Carlito of- was Caribbean at first. Now he's Puerto Rican, which is Puerto what Rican, he really yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, real quick too, Bo and Mike. Uh, one before Macho Man uh, came over, believe it or not, Paul Orndorff was kind of like my low key favorite. Mr. Wonderful. I he was yes. Paul Orndorff was a great heel back in the day. Yes, he was. So the I was, way he turned on Hogan was always so classic. Just hopping off the off the mat, off the uh, off the apron whenever Hogan reached for a tag. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, so growing up. I was a I was a Randy Savage guy too for very obvious reasons. Uh, once we got kind of into the '90s, and NWA kind of morphed into oh, yeah. WCW, and yeah. they got yeah. on more cable primetime television. Um, I instantly became a Sting fan, and Sting is nice. my all-time favorite wrestler. You see him yeah. up in those rafters. That's, oh, yeah. yeah. Then Crow Sting was great, but so yeah, was cool. Surfer Sting, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. He was yep. great when he went to Impact. You know, when he came over to WWE, finally, that whole NWO versus, versus yeah, I mean, DX, by then, they were all washed it, up. They all looked yeah, like they were out a rough same. night at the bar, man. <laughs> yep. I wish we could have got yeah. Sting versus Undertaker like 15 years ago or something like that. Yeah, exactly. That that should have happened yeah. at some point. Dom, did you did you grow up a wrestling fan? Um, so yeah, my so Dom uh, and Mike are a little bit younger than than Day Day and I. So. Yeah, so right. My guys, uh, Rock was my favorite all time. Uh, John Cena was kind of my my era coming up. However, I I loved Randy Orton. Um, he was one of my favorite heels of all time. Um, so those are kind of my yeah. Randy's era of guys. Kofi Kingston is another one that I that I really enjoy. 
uh, growing up. So yeah, Mark started, Henry started from Jamaica. Mark now Henry's from a good one. Yeah, Mark Henry was awesome. Mark Henry because he also sexual just chocolate. Like, he's also just a strong man, like legit. Yeah, he won like, the strong man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I yeah. always just thought that was awesome. And that that was years ago. So if you do, if you remember yeah. anything about Mark Henry winning the strongman, he contest, did that. You've uh, seen some old the, school the, wrestling. The Thomas stuff. Inch dumbbell too. It's yeah. like the hardest dumbbell to lift because like the grip on it's crazy. But yeah, it was just the whole like, the whole yeah. thing. Well, that was actually his uh, his his logo was him with the dumbbell yeah. bending and whatnot. So. Yep. Daddy yep. man, we got to run. I'll uh, see you Tuesday, bro. Appreciate you catching up with us and uh, come WrestleMania season. We'll definitely have you back. Hey man, it was a pleasure, man. Appreciate it, guys. Appreciate have it, bro. A good one. Thanks, Daddy. All right, when we come back on the experience, we're going to experience the NFL. So the Super Bowl was only a week ago. Look, I know if you only listen to radio to weekend radio, you haven't really heard a whole lot of people talk about it, except for whoever was on yesterday, maybe today. Um, we're going to talk about it next. We're going to talk about uh, the Super Bowl 58, and the Super Bowl 59 logo has been unveiled. If you're one of those flat earthers, you may already know who's going to be in the Super Bowl next year. We're going <laughs> to find out who. On the other side of this break, it's the Bo Johnson Experience on Sports Radio 910 Game. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.